Hey everyone, and welcome back to Sometimes I Struggle. I know it's been a long time, but I literally warned you that sometimes I struggle. Let's just say that over these past few months, a lot has changed. But I've also realized the common phrase that the more things change, the more they stay the same. However, this space and having a place to come and just talk and speak and vent, it has never really left my heart. And it it, it does. It serves as a form of self-care and therapy. And let's just say I need my therapy back. And what better time than now? A time coming off of what has been just a roller coaster of emotions and changes and pivots and all of the things. What better time than now for me personally to come back into the space that I love, that I naturally gravitate to, and to give you all a piece of me. So with that being said, welcome back me. Hey, welcome back. But ultimately, like I stated when I first started this journey, if hearing my words can help someone, if they can resonate with anyone or affect you in some way, shape or form, no matter how big or how small, then it's all worth it for me to be vulnerable if it means that it can help someone else. And like I said, my heart and my mind has always been in this space. So it's really satisfying for me to to be back in it. So with that being said, I wanted to jump back on today and talk about discernment. And I don't know why, but just the word discernment has been coming to me a lot recently. And I just felt like I needed to talk about it, not only for you, but like I said, for me and to, to to make sure that people know that when discernment hits you, you it, it can be for a variety of things. But when it does, I think you should take heed to it, to pay attention to it. So for the context on which I am going to discuss it, Merriam-Webster defines discernment as the quality of being able to grasp and comprehend what is obscure, an act of perceiving or discerning something. And obscure is defined as dark, shrouded in or hidden by darkness, not clearly seen or not readily understood or clearly expressed. So I'm just going to briefly hit on a few things about that and that'll be that. So first of all, disclaimer, asterisk, italicized, fine print. I am not a pastor, nor am I ordained in any way. However, I have lived enough and through enough to know that when the Lord speaks, baby, you better listen. Another disclaimer, just so you know, I can literally break out in song at the drop of a dime. I have a scenario and a song to match for any scenario that comes up. Please believe I have a verse, a song, some type of lyric or something that I can drop at any point in time. So if I do this while I'm speaking, you've been warned. Now, now that I've got all of that out of the way, let's just jump right into it. So yeah, I I strongly believe that things that are meant for you or that are in your divine alignment will ultimately be yours. They say that things worth having are worth working hard for. And it's true. 
to some extent, but the work in that phrase, the work, the working hard for, that work to me is designed to make you appreciate it. So the things that you're working for or toward, if it's already meant for you, that work is what will make you appreciate it, what will make you value it. So what does discernment have to do with this? As we defined earlier, discernment is is that thing, that quality of being able to grasp and comprehend it, that obscurity. And discernment is, it's, even though you can kind of look in a dictionary or Google it and like see the words and that is supposed to be what it is, it's more so a, an emotion, a feeling, a voice, a very spiritual, a, a overcoming, something that takes control of you, something that drives your movements. And so, but also... It, it, it's it's a thing that we negate. It's like that little voice in your head. You know, back in the day when you used to have the the good angel sitting on one shoulder and then the, the, the devil or the dark angel sitting on the other shoulder and those voices were competing with each other and you're in the middle, like, which one do I listen to? Discernment is like that fine line in the middle of both of those that you know which one you should listen to and you know what's best for you. And sometimes we do listen and sometimes we don't. That's what discernment is. And so when it comes to, you know, divine alignment, what I like to call it, or as my mom would say to me often, and even to this day, everything is in divine order. You just have to walk into it. It's already written. A discernment plays into that by being able to navigate the bumps and the bruises and the potholes along the way towards that goal that's already yours, towards that divine alignment that has already been laid out for you. And that work that you put into it, the fact that you can overcome the potholes and the pitfalls and all of the naysayers and the things, that is what makes you appreciate it once you actually have it. And discernment is not only a thing that 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 has to do with like a goal or some other obscure thing. It also has to do heavily, heavily with how we deal with people, how you, what, who you let into your circle, into your psyche. Anyone that knows me will tell you that I am big on energy. I probably say it every day, several times a day, because I am huge on energy and protecting my space. I have a what I believe is, you know, a strong sense of discernment because I have learned to tap into it and I have learned to let it guide me. And so with certain people, that thing elevates and raises and the red flags will go up. I just, I'm really big on vibes and energy. And if it's off, I just cannot put myself into that situation. You know, they say, beware of false prophets. (laughs) Let me say that again. Beware of false prophets. If you don't have, if you are not amped up and, you know, in your tool belt, if you aren't heavy on the discernment, I don't know what to tell you. But when it comes to dealing with people, you you really need to tap into that and, and, and listen to it. Enough discernment to know that people who may appear to be, quote, for you, aren't for you and that they are not what they appear to be. What's going on in the room with these people when you're not in it? 
what does that discussion look like? It only took one time for me to recognize that people will undoubtedly be people. They will always show you themselves in due time. And sometimes, even before you know it, you've already had an inkling or a thought or some type of feeling about a certain person or a situation, and you've suppressed it or you turned the other cheek. That little thought, that little inkling, that tingle behind your ear, that feeling that, "Hmm, I wonder, that is discernment. And so when you choose to not tap into that, and after you've done that for so long, discernment has a way of coming back around and slapping you in the face and saying, hey, I told you so. So I, I, I never, well, I used to, but now I never silence it. I take heed to it. I pay attention to it. And it aids heavily in how I deal and navigate and manage people. The God in me allows me to try to always search for the good in people. That's just naturally how I'm built. And so I always want to give everyone a fair chance and be equitable. But when they give you a reason to see otherwise, pay attention, see that reason and let it resonate with you. Let it guide what you do next and how you choose to deal with them. And since then, I have never silenced my sense of discernment or that little voice or that feeling. I don't silence it. I don't ignore it. I don't let it, you know, take control of me. But what I do do with it is I compartmentalize it. I put it in my little arsenal, my little Rolodex of thoughts. And I I, I watch, like I said earlier, undoubtedly, people will be people. That's just what they're going to do. And in due time, you will see how people move about and act and all of the things that may affect you. And that's when you can go back to that arsenal, those things that you compartmentalize. And once you start putting those pieces together, whatever it reveals to you, whether it's pieces like, hmm, well, I did pay attention to the fact that, you know, this person may have done A and I overlooked it. Oh, I paid attention to the fact where they didn't keep their word here. Oh, well, I forgave them after they hurt me or I overlooked the thing. When you start to put all of those things that you've packed away and you unpack it and put that puzzle together, if the picture you see is not for your good, listen to that. Tap into it and be okay with it. One thing about discernment and that I don't think people look at it from this perspective is that discernment also forces you to tap into how you feel. And it forces to some point, depending on what you discern, it forces a level of being uncomfortable. And I think being uncomfortable leads into fear and fear is paralyzing. Fear will cripple you and it won't leave you or make you feel content or certain or secure in the feeling that you have made. But discernment is important, y'all. It, it, it's heavy. It is that thing that is the silent driver on how we navigate this thing called life. And if nothing else, I think we can all agree that we're living in uncertain times and nothing is promised. And we only have one life to live. We only have one body, one mind, one soul. Every day that we wake up is a blessing from God to be able to see and walk and breathe and to actually acknowledge the things that make us who we are. 
And your sense of discernment is that voice. And again, I'm not a pastor. I am not here to preach or try to make you believe what I am believing. But I'm just speaking from experience. Discernment is that driver. And when it speaks to you, when it touches you, you better listen. No one's saying to automatically chop things up to the negative. No one's saying to just have a guard up and, and, and judge because we are not here to judge. We are not judge nor jury. But we can be smart about how we move and we can be intentional. We can not ignore the things that are blatant or that are, you know, poking at our fabric. We can use our sense of discernment as a guide. We can use our sense of discernment as a way to help shield, help protect us, trust one thing for sure is that you have to trust your sense of discernment. If you think about it as a protector, whether and I don't know what your faith, whether you believe, you may not even believe in God. Hey, so be it to each his own. But we all, no matter who we are, we all have that little voice in our head. And that little voice in our head, whether we think we are controlling it or not, that little voice in our head is usually our tool and our guide. It helps us know right from wrong. It helps us from making good decisions or bad. And we know that we can choose to listen to it or we can choose to ignore it. I call that little voice discernment. You can call it whatever you like. But what I will say is that when it speaks to you, you better listen. Listen. That's my Beyonce, y'all. I told you I break out in song. It's just a thing that I do. Don't judge me. It's just what I do. But like I said, short and sweet to the point. Be heavy on your discernment. Let your discernment speak to you. Trust in it. Let it guide you. And I think we'll all be a little bit better with that. So with that being said, I am so happy to be back in this space and just being able to talk and do all of the things. And as we go on, I promise it will not be months and months and months before I jump back on here. I suppressed this part of me and, you know, chose to focus on other things. But my sense of discernment and that little voice in my head told me that this is a space that you need to return to. This is a space that you need to be in. And so what did I do? I listened to my sense of discernment. So stay tuned for many more episodes talking about a variety of things. I have a bunch of surprises and a lot of good things um, in terms of sometimes I struggle the brand that I am looking forward to just kind of putting out to you guys and just being in this space and being able to talk and share and hey, if you're here, if you're within the sound of my voice, you, you, you have survived so much. You have arrived in a time where it's such a time to be alive. Like who would have thought? But we have overcome a lot. There's a lot going on culturally. There's a lot going around, going on just, you know, from a worldwide perspective. But we're here in this moment. And while we have it, take advantage of it and listen to your sense of discernment. That's all I have. Don't have no more for now, but I will have a lot more later. So until then, it's okay to struggle with things. I struggle with things all the time. 
Let's make being okay. Let's make it comfortable to talk about the things that we struggle with. Let's normalize prioritizing our mental health and not being embarrassed, afraid, or ashamed to step up and say, hey, I need a minute. I need a break. I'm struggling with things because we all struggle with things sometimes. So until next time, I will see you later. Bye.